snipers, you have to see what's happening to the Bitcoin price this Thursday as we have an indecision candle flashing green and red right now. So I want to emphasize the range that we're currently playing in so that we can have a better idea of which direction we're going. And notice how we have this monthly open at forty seven thousand US dollars and we have yet to see price action below this level. That's the exact place I was talking about yesterday as a make it or break it support level for Bitcoin. If we want to assume that we're going to get this test of forty nine thousand seven hundred and that we're not heading back to forty four thousand eight hundred, which could open up the door to come back down to forty one thousand nine hundred and fifty. So this is an important candle right now. And I had to get this video out because now that we're seeing a test of the monthly open and we've yet to get below the monthly open, the likelihood of us coming to forty nine thousand seven hundred has become a lot higher. And as we get to forty nine thousand seven hundred, since we've yet to see real buy volume come in, what we want to monitor is how is the volume going to be as we come to test forty nine thousand seven hundred, because at this point we can assume that we're going to test forty nine thousand seven hundred. I mean, it's Thursday. It's not the weekend. And I wouldn't see why we couldn't come up to test that level, knowing that the monthly open has been able to hold so far at forty seven thousand US dollars. So what I'm going to be monitoring here on the four hour chart, maybe on the three hour and six hour is the comparison of buy volume that comes in in comparison to what we saw with the sell pressure recently here when we saw this 19 percent dip in Bitcoin's price on the 7th of September. So that's what I'm expecting right now. But I just want to emphasize that forty seven thousand is the make it or break it. And the range is from forty seven thousand to forty nine thousand seven hundred at this point. So as long as we can stay above forty seven thousand and we can get to forty nine thousand seven hundred and then from there, observe how the volume comes in, then we can start talking about further upside, potentially test the previous weekly open at fifty one thousand seven hundred and fifty five. And then the continuation of that could potentially take us even further up since we have such a large range above, as we talked about yesterday. So that's what I'm expecting here for the upside. Now, understand this, the DXY is pushing to the upside today as well. And so that's a good thing that Bitcoin hasn't really seen downside in reaction to the DXY, which tells me that it's just kind of minding its own business, not really paying attention to the DXY is doing. And maybe that's because the DXY is still inside of this range that it's been in for almost a year at this point. You know, we got to this range really in uh, July of 2020. And since then, you know, we've had price action below this range. We double bottomed. And inside of this range, it doesn't seem like assets such as S&P 500 and Bitcoin really react violently or aggressively. I think if we get above ninety three point eight two, as I've been talking about, that's when we'll see a more intense reaction from the other markets. So that's what I'm watching here for Bitcoin. Now we cross below forty seven thousand. We'll start talking about potential downside scenarios. Of course, we have the weekly open at forty six thousand as well. So we want to monitor that if forty seven thousand does fail to hold. And then from there, we can talk about further downside. But it doesn't look like we're at a point where we're going to see much volatility just yet. So I think that's a good thing. I think that the scenarios that we have on the table right now really justify that we're going to stay in the range of forty four thousand eight hundred and forty nine thousand seven hundred for some time, maybe to get a little bit more of a clear picture as to where Bitcoin really wants to head and if we look at what's happening to Ethereum, you know, we have an opinion on this channel that 
at some point or another, altcoin season is going to come to a end for this phase, at least. And that Bitcoin dominance is going to want to increase. Um, the timing of that, I don't know. That's one of the hardest things to predict. So what we have to do is we have to monitor Ethereum as a leading indicator for altcoins. We were inside of this channel and we got to 3000. We were able to push to 4000. We sort of formed a head and almost like a shoulder so far. Uh, but now we're pushing up and we're pushing up above 3454, which is a positive thing. I think that's because Bitcoin has been able to get above 46,000 and now 47,000. And so I think if we really start to see Bitcoin heading towards 49,700, we're going to get a test of 3959, 4000 pretty much. And now that's showing confluence as a resistance from this channel support that eventually was what rejected Ethereum's price. You can see we get to the channel resistance and then it rejected. And so we come to 4,000. It's going to be interesting to see how the price reacts here. I think if Bitcoin can really cross 49,700, we'll see some potential upside action with Ethereum. But because we don't know if altcoin season is truly ending yet, we always have to monitor this Ethereum to Bitcoin chart because here's the thing. Bitcoin just doesn't see intense downside and maybe it doesn't need to cross about 49,700. There's still potential Ethereum could see new all time highs if Bitcoin maybe stays above 47,000 to 49,700. And the only way that would happen is if the Ethereum to Bitcoin chart could see some momentum. So that's why we want to monitor this. It's testing the previous weekly open at 76,000 Satoshis. We get above 76,000 Satoshis. Maybe we are going to see a continuation to 86,000 Satoshis. This could take Ethereum to new all-time highs, while Bitcoin doesn't even cross above 49,700. Now, Bitcoin coming below 46,000 is where I would say the likelihood of the Ethereum to Bitcoin chart even performing against Bitcoin. It's still going to be unlikely for Ethereum to see new all-time highs. So, I hope you're following me. But I know it's a complex relationship. I'm trying to cover it as best as possible. Uh, but realize that a higher high here is certainly on the table. Um, and then we break 86,000 Satoshis, then that is when we can start talking about a real flip for Ethereum. So we're either going to get a lower high or a higher high, I think. Um, and, and uh, you know, until we see where, you know, where we're going to cross back below 65,000 Satoshis, I don't know uh, if it's, you know, the timing of this. Um, that we might have miscalculated with this, you know, lower high. Um, but the reason I was a little bit confident about the end of the Ethereum and Bitcoin chart performing with this specific lower high is because Bitcoin saw the 19% downside move, which was the most downside since the May downside to 30,000. So, you know, that is where you can start thinking of tops, right? because you see that massive amount of volatility and that's reconquer 19%. We now have these resistance levels. Um, so that's why I assume that was potentially a lower high. Um, but we want to monitor this still. So the total cryptocurrency market cap chart has only formed a lower high as well. We could just be off the timing here. Maybe we form a higher high. I think this will happen only if Bitcoin can cross 49,700. Um, but even this could happen with altcoins if Bitcoin just say, you know, stays above 46 or 47,000 and doesn't see intense downside. Uh, but, you know, if Bitcoin gets below 46,000 now, it's a lot harder for the overall market to get to new highs. And so the other part of this is Bitcoin dominance. We're expecting a double bottom. And so this coincides with the timing, I guess, when we're saying that, OK, altcoins are either forming a lower high or higher high, you know, since we don't want to just 
assume the extreme of a continuation at this point. That also coincides that Bitcoin can double bottom and, you know, um, whether this right here is the bottom where we saw the 19% downside after 49,000 first got breached, or if we come and form a higher high for altcoins, even Bitcoin dominance can come down even further from where it's at right now, uh, but we can still get that double bottom. And so I think that that right there also coincides with the opinion that, you know, the timing of this is the hardest part to catch. Um, but Bitcoin dominance is above the weak loop. It's not showing weakness, I would say. And um, the altcoins outside of Bitcoin are actually showing some weakness, um, which, you know, could mean that maybe we are on time here. Um, we'll monitor this. I think that we need a little bit more price action outside of the 44800 and $49,700 range to get a good final confirmation of what's happening with altcoins. Uh, so the DXY we covered here, gold also pushing down, uh, but nothing to be scared of, I guess. Um, I would just say that this is not a bad thing. I like seeing this, to be honest, because that means that traditional markets have a little bit more steam um, because, you know, there's less capital hedging away from them. Um, and, and that could help the cryptocurrency market. You know, we look at international markets are not doing too bad. Nothing really crazy so far. S&P 500 is still sitting at this 50 day moving average. We'll continue to monitor this. Uh, but, you know, uh, the trend has been up and it's been stair stepping its way since um, the feds have continued to, you know, purchase mortgage backed securities and bonds. Um, you know, we see that come to an end. Maybe that's when this stair step to the upside uh, will start to kind of falter. Um, but I don't think the feds want to see anything extreme. And so, you know, um, we can kind of assume that they have all of this on their computers and they're making sure, uh, you know, it's going in the trend they want it to. And so, you know, we can, I guess, even assume they have a lot of control over this type of stuff. And with that being said, no reason to get into conspiracies here. And <laughs> so thank you all for tuning into the Snipers channel today. I hope you enjoy today's analysis. And until next time, Snipers.